welcome to Fresh Fusion, a show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web, and the Fediverse. My name is Jared White, and this is episode 97, What If the Fediverse Goes Bust? Starting out with an exciting bit of news, we are now officially in the countdown to the 100th episode of the show. Yes, that's right. We're on episode 97 now, so just a few more to go to get to episode 100. Now, I actually failed to mention a few weeks back that it was the fifth anniversary of the show uh, uh, back in May. Uh, May 2018 was the first time that I released an episode of the show. Then it was called The Jared White Show. And, of course, it opened up (laughs) with me covering the history of hypertext, blogging, RSS, the future of the art form of the website, and the perils of ceding control over our content distribution to a small number of large corporations. (laughs) Not much has changed. Uh, let me just share a little little bit of a preview of that first episode. And of course, the link is in the show notes to that first episode of The Jared White Show, if you are so inclined. Regardless of the improvement of technology, I believe that the web as a concept and the website as an art form will still be around in 100 years. And so I think it bears some thought as to where we are going as a society, with how we how we grapple with the web, and you know, by larger extension, the internet, of course. But really, I want to talk about the web and the website. Um, and so, it also is important to to look at some distinctions here between uh, the website and just you know what people do with the web. So, for example, if you follow your favorite creator on YouTube and they're always publishing new videos. Um, that's, that's great. That's wonderful. And, and I'm, I'm happy to talk about that. But, uh, the website we're talking about here is not that creator publishing videos and what they're doing. The website is YouTube. YouTube.com is the website. And so, you know, as a, as a creator, I feel like if all I can ever do is, is use a medium that someone else has complete control over like youtube.com or like medium.com or certainly facebook.com or twitter.com. Those are websites controlled by large corporations. You know, okay, I'm not going to bash large corporations here on the show. You know, I wouldn't be able to record this podcast and, and deliver it to you if I weren't using a computer by a large corporation called Apple. So there's nothing inherently wrong with a large corporation controlling technology and inventing new technology. But I think it bears some some serious consideration to think about how we are uh, engaging with content and publishing content online. Are we doing it through websites, through our own domain names and our own servers and our own uh, ability to to have complete control over the, the look and feel of that content and how it gets delivered to our audience? Um, are, you know, is that something that we care about as a society, the ability to do that? Or do we want to cede all control over our content to a small number of large cor- corporations? In other words, do we trust YouTube.com 
to be the way that we publish all of our videos and consume all of our videos as you know creators online are we okay with having all of our thoughts all of our opinions about everything being uh, published on and consumed through facebook.com are we okay with all of our photography all of our imagery that we we capture and want to share with people are we okay with having that happen completely through instagram.com and by extension the instagram mobile application uh, I think that bears some serious consideration. And, you know, over the course of, of many episodes to come, I'm sure you'll <laughs> come to realize uh, what my position is on this. So there you have it. Years ago, I was asking the questions that I continue to ask today. <laughs> Are we going to allow a small number of large corporations running the internet are we going to allow them to control what our content looks like how it gets distributed who else is able to distribute it and all kinds of nonsense like that (laughs) and the answer is no we're not going to allow that to happen we are going to do something different and five years ago i was mainly thinking about you know websites quote unquote But we have something new today. We have something called the Fediverse, which has been growing by leaps and bounds, and it's very exciting. But it's still a drop in the bucket in terms of overall numbers. And so sometimes when I am on Mastodon tooting the horn of the Fediverse, uh, I get some friendly pushback. Uh, Friendly pushback even from friends who are maybe personally optimistic in the near term about using Mastodon, etc., but uh, not really grokking the thought that it's going to be hugely popular and successful, especially for creators, especially for people who are trying to make a living as a creator anytime soon. And maybe they're right. Maybe they're right that the Fediverse will, you know plod along and it'll be fun for some nerds to hang out in and whatever but it's not gonna move the needle in a major way and so I thought it might be an interesting topic to really dive into this you know what will I do if my efforts to accelerate a career in content creation come to naught because the fediverse doesn't go anywhere what if the fediverse goes bust (laughs) will I gasp Embrace Twitter, TikTok, Instagram? Will I embrace these commercial silos once again? Will I go back to the warm embrace of commercial social media? And the answer, my friends, is no. Uh, I, I should have like built up more to that maybe, but, uh, I'll just, I'll just let the cat out of the bag here and just let you know right here now. No, I'm not going back to Twitter. I'm not going back to Instagram. I never was on TikTok. The only platform I have been on for some time now that I will continue to be on in some capacity is YouTube, but, My thoughts on YouTube at this point are essentially that, you know, 
posting an occasional vlog episode of me bopping around Portland doing whatever is fine. I, I still consider that just kind of a fun hobby and increasingly a thing I do with my kids, you know, family vlog. <laughs> it's fine to put that on YouTube. And I still do put it on my own blog using my own bunny CDN, which at some point I want to record a whole episode about that. But, um, you know, it's fine. In terms of more professional usage, my intention going forward is to post uh, excerpts, essentially, promotional materials, etc., on YouTube. You know, post maybe, say, five to ten minutes of a longer thing, and then say, you know, get the full extended version at and promote my subscription streaming service, my blog, my whatever, right? Like, YouTube is a place to promote stuff that primarily lives elsewhere. And that's how I'm going to treat YouTube in the future. I'm not going to be a YouTuber, quote unquote, ever again. Anyway, there's a link in the show notes to this conversation that I had with a friend going back and forth a bit. And um, I, I, I basically start out saying essentially that, you know, for creators to treat Mastodon and the Fediverse in general like it's just another social platform that strategy is going to backfire. And I, I really do think, like, folks have to get into the mindset that this is something new. This is something new. Mastodon may look superficially like Twitter. And perhaps now we have something else, you know, Kbin or Lemmy that superficially looks like Reddit. Or maybe we have something like PeerTube that superficially looks like YouTube. Or pixel-fed that superficially looks like Instagram. But these platforms are not just another Twitter, just another YouTube, just another Instagram, what have you. This is a whole new way of doing social media. This is a whole new way of building the internet. <laughs> and it's going to take time and it's going to be a lot of work to make this new internet successful. And some creators are going to get that and they're going to be excited. They're going to see this as an opportunity. And other creators are going to be like, nah, <laughs> sounds like a lot of work and it's not really going to get me anywhere in the near term. I need success and I need it now. So bye y'all. And that's fine. I get that. I really get that. Okay. <laughs> You know, I, I'm in this privileged position where I've never directly monetized content that I deliver to fans, right? Like for me, financial success I've had as a result of social media has been, you know, indirect, secondary. Like my presence on mostly Twitter, I have to say, in the last few years, my presence on Twitter allowed me to connect with the right people to get contracts, to, to get gigs. So it was, you know, it was a marketing vehicle along those lines. And to a certain degree, I feel like, you know, the, the handful of hundreds of dollars I make per month through GitHub sponsorships working on the Bridgetown software, um, you know, certainly my presence on Twitter helped a lot there as well. And the jury's still out if, if that success is fully able to be replicated through 
Mastodon and the Fediverse. But now I'm embarking on some new plans to like really go after this idea that I'm a content creator uh, with a customer base, essentially. Uh, I, you know, I hate to use that word customer, but you know, that's, that's how it is, right? Like folks who subscribe to Nebula are Nebula customers. Folks who subscribe to Relay FM or one of the podcasts there are Relay FM customers. Uh, folks who subscribe to Club Max Stories are our customers, right? Like <laughs> these these other services that I know about and I admire and I subscribe to some of them and, you know, they're just doing a great job, right? Like, uh, you know, the, it's a business, right? It's a business. And so when I think about building a business, the the question is, can the Fediverse sustain a business? And we don't know. <laughs> Uh, it it may not now, it may in the near future, it may in the farther future. And so you have to make that calculation, right? Like you have to make the calculation, I'm going to put a lot of effort into this, this new internet now. So in six months, in a year, in a couple years, I'll be in a good position to to leverage that to be able to build a content business. Now, I'm sure at least a few people involved in the Fediverse are already getting real nervous when I use this kind of language because there's a certain sentiment out there. And again, I really understand this. I, I really do understand this. There's a certain sentiment that like all commercial activity on social media sucks. Like that's, that's the whole problem right there. The whole problem with social media and what happened to the internet is you know, money, 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 money. <laughs> and, you know, you have, you know, hardcore leftists, Marxists, socialists, anarchists, what have you. And, and I'm not using any of those terms pejoratively. Like, I have a lot of admiration for the, you know, the impetus to want to move away from everything's there to be monetized. Everything's there to be, you know, somehow converted into dollar signs. Like, I really do understand that. And as somebody who has spent literally decades putting just, frankly, unbelievable amounts of content out there for free, like, <laughs> I'm involved in a project right now to essentially, like, dig through mounds of archives spanning decades of various blogs and blog-like projects where I've posted, you know, articles and reviews and whatnot and and sort of like bring that all together under one roof and consolidate it all and, and essentially create a single timeline of, I started blogging about technology in literally 1996 and now here I am today blogging about technology. And there's, and there's a line from 1996 to today. I've never had that. <laughs> I've never had a single website, a single blog that has like virtually everything I've ever written in the world of technology and the world of, of web development adjacent topics. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. But as I'm working at, I'm realizing like, wow, I, I've, I've just written so much and I've put so much out there on the internet for free. And you know, at some point you have to ask yourself, like, how does this benefit me? <laughs> how, 
how does it benefit me to put all this work into something that produces zero revenue? Because, you know, as much as I might like it to be otherwise, if I'm not making money, <laughs> I starve. My kids don't have a roof over their heads. I can't drive somewhere to pick up groceries. Like, I need to make a living. And if there's a way to at least in part make a living doing what I love, writing on the web, creating videos, recording podcasts, reaching people with information and education that they really value, like, that's awesome, right? Like, that, that, that's, that to me is a perfectly reasonable way to make a living and I admire plenty of people that do just that. So from my vantage point, there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, in the course of engaging in this wonderful new world of the Fediverse, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with trying to build a business too. And so I'm trying to do that. But there's a real chance that that's just going to be an epic failure. There's a real chance that the Fediverse goes bust in some way, right? Like maybe it just stops growing entirely and we kind of just hit this plateau and that's that. And some people think that's maybe already happened. I think that's totally wrong. But there there are people out there who are already already starting to post the postmortems on why Mastodon failed. The Fediverse is dying. Like it's you're already starting to hear a few rumblings like that, which I think is utter nonsense but you know the rhetoric is out there the people are already saying you know blue sky is going to be the one that wins or there's going to be this other thing or maybe there's people who you know either either with glee or with horror are saying once meta comes out with their you know twitter killer that supposedly federates somehow with Mastodon instances and stuff like once once that comes out and and they get their you know millions and maybe billions of Instagram users on this thing it's all over it's all over it's it's the end of the Fediverse right there so there's all there's all this rhetoric out there and all these opinions and you know I can't say what the future holds but I am in this for the long haul and that, and this is something I've decided I've I've planted a flag on this hill and I'm going to die on this hill that the Fediverse is worth caring about investing in educating folks about you know recruiting folks tell your family tell your friends be that person be that annoying person who's like gone Mastodon yet <laughs> or whatever right got on pixel fed yet you like sharing photos you should join pixel fed uh, Reddit's falling down the tubes. Uh, have you tried out this K-Bin thing? You know, like getting the word out. Uh, and like, we have to even reach people who already gave up, right? Like if there are people who in the past tried out Mastodon or something else like that and gave up, like it's worth talking to them some more because like maybe they'll give it a second try. Like my my stint right now on Mastodon, my my account, Jared White at indieweb.social, is not my first Mastodon account. I ran my own Mastodon instance several years ago. 
there are a bunch of episodes of this very show from several years ago of me talking a whole bunch about the Fediverse and about Mastodon, and I was very excited. But I eventually kind of fizzled out, and it seemed like a bunch of other people who at that time were mad at Twitter, <laughs> which seems ludicrous now because like Twitter was even then like eons ahead of where they are now. But anyway, uh, you know, there was initial spike of people trying out Mastodon because they didn't like what Twitter is doing with its API or whatever. And, and a lot of folks fizzled out, myself included. I went back to Twitter. And actually, that's when things kind of blew up for me there. And I got like literally thousands of new followers and viral tweets and all, all this stuff, right? And I was kind of like, wow, you know, <laughs> I finally arrived. <laughs> And then Elon Musk buys Twitter and it's all over. So <laughs> this is not my first rodeo trying out the Fediverse. And it's not my first rodeo thinking maybe I'll leave Twitter. But there's like a very loud dog barking right outside my window right now. So uh, if that's coming through, uh, there you go. It's a dog barking. Not my dog. Anyway, uh, this is not my first rodeo. And so... Like, this time I'm here for good. I've, I've very deliberately made that decision. So, you know, so I'm going to give it all I've got. I'm going to give it all I've got. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And, you know, I've thought about, like, well, what do I do if it doesn't work out? I think there might be multiple dogs outside my window. <laughs> oh, no. The whole neighborhood is barking. <laughs> there a dog fight going on out there? <laughs> uh, sorry, folks. This is what happens when you try recording an episode uh, late in the evening when folks are home and out to walk their dogs and whatnot. Anywho, uh, so I've thought about what I'll do if the Fediverse thing doesn't work out and the content thing and the subscription service thing doesn't work out. And basically, I'm just going to ditch the internet. <laughs> Like seriously, I'm just I'm going to I'm going to give up and look for some other things I might do like on a more local footing. And this is maybe something I'll start to wade into anyway, but um as a final word here, uh I wrote an article on the blog called Support Structures for the Extremely Online and it's just about how I've been trying to spend a bit more time this year, put a little bit more effort into uh, going to local meetups, kind of, you know, reaching out to different folks, putting on things, uh, you know, events, festivals, just a whole bunch of stuff here to, you know, really try to get more involved with the local Portland scene along various lines. And, um, you know, it it's it's really great. Like, I'm I'm really happy that I'm doing that. And I'm really happy with how that's going. And I, I would probably just like super duper double down on that and stop being so extremely online if the Fediverse thing doesn't work out. And so the potential upside there maybe is less. Like I don't really know how I would make a lot of money doing anything locally per se like that. Like what skills do I have that could be valuable? Like... I don't know, local podcasters who need help editing shows. I could edit shows for them or something, which, okay, like that is sort of back to doing things on the internet. But uh, 
yeah, I'm just trying to think through like what skills do I have that could be useful to organizations and projects that are local. So I'm really focusing more on those local connections and IRL connections because like if the Fediverse thing doesn't work out, I'm done, you all. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the Internet. This this is the last hurrah for me. There's just no way you're going to find me in a year or two or three heavily involved back on YouTube, back on Twitter, back on Instagram, on TikTok finally. Like there's there's just no world where that's going to happen. There's just no world. So yeah, this is it for me. And so I hope it works out. <laughs> I hope the Fediverse works out. I really do. Uh in case you're curious to learn more about how the Fediverse works under the hood, a little bit more of a technical deep dive, but not too deep. Uh, I recently recorded a really fun episode of the Just a Spec podcast with my friend Ayush. So there's a link in the show notes to that. Uh, and then there was also a really interesting poll from Evan Podromo about uh, kind of asking, like, how big should the Fediverse be? And um, I haven't looked in the last few hours how the poll was going but it, it's really fascinating because he's essentially asking you know should it grow to 100 million people or more <laughs> should it stay at 10 million should it be even smaller and responses are kind of all over the map which sort of ties into what i was saying earlier about how some people are are really against any commercial activity of any kind in the fediverse and kind of want it to say small and maybe sort of like back to old school nerd culture on the internet and whatnot. And they don't necessarily want it to grow anymore. And so, yeah, it's, it's really fascinating to see what different folks' opinions are there. All right, folks. Well, that's it for me today. Uh, thank you once again for tuning into Fresh Fusion. And thank you for indulging me as I uh, get really excited about this countdown to the 100th episode of the show. Uh, again, if you are curious about how the show started back when it was just called The Jared White Show, there's a link in the show notes to that very first episode. My name is Jared White. You've been listening to Fresh Fusion. You can find me at jaredwhite.com or in the Fediverse at jaredwhiteindyweb.social. And until next time, bye-bye.